That's that's actually my favorite thing. I just enjoy doing that. I played music for a lot of years for for myself, for my own um, ego. So people think I was cool. I thought I was something great. And then I found out there was a lot more people, a whole lot better than me. But before I did that, I decided... I realized that I needed to give my music and my abilities to the Lord instead of to myself and and my ego and my pride and my, hey, I want to be a famous rock and roll musician or whatever, that I just want to give it to God and use it for his honor and glory. And he'll use anything you got, no matter how good or bad you think you are, if you desire to use it for the Lord and your heart's right and you're striving to serve him and to bless him, he'll use whatever you got because he cares. Amen. Amen. So, I want to start off by looking at Luke chapter 18. Luke chapter 18, we're going to start right at verse 1. Then Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up. Now keep in mind, these are the disciples. These are the, I don't know if it was just the 12 or not, but I mean, these are his disciples, his followers. And, and I like that Luke took the time to put in here that, this is why he told this parable, to show them that they should always pray and never give up. How many of you have prayed for something and felt like giving up? Amen. That's why I like honesty. Amen. It's, you know, sometimes we pray for somebody to be healed. Maybe we prayed for years. Maybe we prayed for somebody to be saved, to give their lives to the Lord. And for whatever reason, they just keep living the, the life that they're living. And they're happy with it, they think. Jesus is showing us here in this parable that we're not to give up, that we're to pursue. To, there's so many scriptures, especially like in the book of Revelation, that talks about to those who overcome. And... And, and it's not just talking, in those scriptures, it's not just talking about overcoming in prayer. You know, sometimes when we ask God, when we pray to God and we say, God, this is, this is what I think I need. This is what I'd like you to do for me. You know, sometimes his answer is no. And that's hard for us to swallow because we have a hard time understanding that. Why, you know, Lord, I mean, I've thought this through. This is... I've engineered this. I know that this is a great thing and you should do it for me. And and God's like, I, I like the way he answered Job when Job got all cocky about that. He says, let me ask you something, Job. Were you there when I made the earth? Did, I mean, did you give me instruction how, how to put the sun and the, and the moon and the stars in the sky? I, I don't remember that, but maybe you did, you know. He, he kind of got on his case a little bit, and right away Job's like, I, I'm a fool. I, I speak as a fool. I am sorry, Lord. I realize that 
this conversation is not going to work out for my benefit in any way, shape, or form. So, so he backs out, which is good. God knows our hearts. Sometimes he's waiting for us to back out. To, instead of to push God and saying, God, will you promise this in your word? There are things that he promised in his word. But you got to take the whole scripture in context. Take Jesus, creator of the universe, Lord of all. He's in the Garden of Gethsemane. The Bible says he prayed three times the same prayer that night. He prayed, Father, if there is any way for this cup to be passed from me, please do so. But, nevertheless, not my will, yours be done. When Jesus taught us how to pray, when he said, when the disciples came to him and said, Lord, show us how to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as is in heaven. Your will be done. Not my will, not somebody else's will, but Lord, your will be done. Jesus was so intense when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane, he was literally sweating blood. I mean, he was going through a... He knew what was coming. He knew what he was going to go through. And he's like, Father, if there is any way that you can make another way for these folks to be saved, please... Now would be a good time to pull that one out of your sleeve, but not my will, yours be done. He knew he had to be the perfect sacrifice. That's the kind of heart we need to, when we pray, we need to pray believing, knowing that God can do what he says he'll do. I love when I think about the uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the fiery furnace. I like what they said to the king. They said, O oh, king, our God who we serve will deliver us from your fiery furnace. But if he chooses not to, we're still not going to bow to your idol. They weren't being cocky or ignorant. They were just saying, hey, we know that our God can deliver us. But even if he chooses not to, we're going to serve him. We're going to bow to him and him alone. That's the kind of faith we need to have. Faith that is willing to say, Lord, I, I don't know why I'm going through this. The other week, I was talking with um, Dan this morning. The other week, he was preaching on, um, he mentioned real quick about Joseph. All he went through. Do you think he, he was like, oh, praise God, man, I'm going to go into after everything that happened to him, he was sold to slavery and all this and that. And then he was like, oh, praise God, man, I'm going to go to jail for another two years. This is awesome. I can't wait. No. He was probably, he was like, well, it doesn't say his response, but I'm sure there were days where he was like, Lord, what's going on here? You, you gave me these visions. You made these promises to me, and, and why am I here? You know, what? why does this this lady, I stand up for, for righteousness and say, no, I am not going to dis... I am not going to do the wrong thing and uh, treat your husband wrongly. He trusts me with his household. I am not going to have relations with you. 
because you're his, not mine. And then he ends up in jail over it because she lies about the whole thing, what happened. God has a plan. We don't know what a lot of that plan is. We know some of that plan, thank God. And he gives us little pieces each and every day. But there's a lot of things we don't know and we're not going to know until we see him face to face. So, again, Jesus told the disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray, always pray, and not give up. He said, in a certain town there was a judge who neither feared God nor cared about men. In other words, this is one miserable sap right here. This guy don't like nobody. He don't care about God. He don't care about people. He just hates everybody. He's an equal opportunity employer. He just hates all men. And there was a widow in that town who kept coming to him with, a, with the plea. This is her plea. She says, grant me justice against my adversary. That was her plea. Grant me justice against my adversary. So she's not asking the judge to lie or to, to do anything wrong in her favor. She just wants the, the justice that she deserves. For some time he refused. But finally he said to himself, even though I don't fear God or care about men, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will see that she gets the justice. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> I will see that she gets justice so that she won't eventually wear me out. In other words, this woman came to him probably every day, maybe even a couple times a day, just begging him, Judge, please, just grant me the judgment I deserve, the justice I deserve. And finally, this guy's like, man, this woman is driving me bananas. She is just, she is nagging me like no one has ever nagged me before, and I am going to go crazy if I keep hearing from this woman. You know what? I got an idea. <clears throat> I'm going to just give her what she wants, and hopefully I'll never, ever see her or hear from her again. I'm adding some of my own paraphrase in there, obviously. But he's like, man, this woman is going to eventually wear me out. I can't take this anymore. And the Lord said, Jesus himself said, listen. Listen to what the unjust judge says. And will not God bring about justice for his chosen ones? who cry out to him day and night, will he keep putting them off? The answer is obviously no, the way it's written. God, God is a just judge, unlike that miserable sap in the story. God loves his children. We're his children. Anybody who's repented of their sins and, and called out to the Lord and made Christ the Lord of their life, we're his children. <clears throat> And he cares about us. Any of us who are fathers or maybe even grand, mother, fathers, mothers, grandparents, whatever, we don't purposely do mean or bad things for our children. We love our kids. We want to do what's, we want to bless them. We want them to be blessed more than we were blessed when we were growing up. 
That's the kind of God that God is, the kind of Father He is. He wants to bless us. Sometimes we got to go through stuff. Will He keep putting them off? I tell you, He will see that they get justice and quickly. However, He always throws a however in there. When the Son of Man comes, will He find faith on the earth? He's saying, hey, when I come, will I find faith on the earth? Why does he say that? If, if we got everything we wanted the second that we asked for it, sure, we'd have lots of faith. We wouldn't need faith because we're just spoiled kids and we get whatever we want when we want. And Lord, hey, I want a million bucks. Oh, sweet. Thank you, Lord. I can use it. Hey, in fact, why don't you give me another million because, you know, in case I spend that one, I want to make sure I'm, I'm all set. That's not how God works. God does bless people. I mean, when I look at my life and the things he's done for me, he has blessed me so much. He's blessed us here in America so much compared to people in other parts of the world. And it's not because he loves us any more than them. They've been smart and learned how to live with less than we live with. Thank God we are known, even today we are still known to be one nation under God. We may not promote that as much as we used to for some reason, but, but we are. We're, we're a godly nation compared to some other places in the world. And there's some other places that want to send missionaries to the U.S. to get us back on our feet because we have lost a lot of what we used to care about, such as prayer in the schools, Bibles in schools, all this kind of stuff, different laws that were set up, freedom, freedoms. But I'm not here to be political today. I'm here to let us see that we need to have our faith and our eyes on God. We need to ask God to help us, to supply our needs, to, Lord, if, you know, we need to pray. If we know that people are sick and they need a healing, we need to pray for them knowing and believing that God can heal them immediately. But having the faith to continue on in prayer if he chooses not to heal them immediately. Maybe he's waiting for such a time down the road where it would be a better witness and testimony to more people. Maybe he's going to use that person in their sickness and illness, use them to be a witness and testimony to somebody else who's going through the same things. I don't know. We only look as through a glass darkly. We only look as, like if you had a thousand piece puzzle and you pick up one or two pieces and you look at it without looking at the picture of the finished product, you, you wouldn't have a clue what that puzzle's supposed to be by looking at one piece. God knows the puzzle. He knows how the pieces have to go in order. We don't. We need to have patience. We need to have faith. Jesus said at the end of that parable, will 
I find faith on the earth when I return. We need to have that faith. Let's pray. Lord, help us to have that kind of faith. Lord, help us to have the faith that can move mountains. Help us to be the men and women of God that you want us to be, Lord. Lord, we all have needs. We all have stuff we're going through. Maybe we have financial needs. Maybe we have physical needs. Maybe we have spiritual needs. Maybe we're struggling with sins, certain sins or vices in our lives that we really want to give to you, but we're struggling with them. Addictions. Lord, I thank you that you are the God of all, that you are the God who loves us and cares about us. Lord, I pray. I pray that you would help us to overcome. Lord, I pray that when you see us, when you come in the clouds, that you would find us to be faithful. Lord, I want so much that when I see you face to face, when I'm before your judgment, that you would look at me and say, well done, good and faithful servant. Enter into your rest. I want that for all these folks that are here, Lord. These are sweet people that love you. Please, Lord, please touch us. In Jesus' name, amen. What I'd, what I'd like to do now is I'd like to take some time. Now, this may be out of some of your comfort zones, and, and I don't want to... I don't want to embarrass anybody. I don't want to make anybody nervous. <laughs> what I want to do is just encourage you. Maybe you have a friend or a family member that you feel comfortable with being able to, somebody who you would feel comfortable with giving them a prayer request or somebody praying for you. You can, you can even mix up amongst yourselves. If you feel uncomfortable about saying a specific need, you can, you can just tell them, hey, will you really pray for me? I, I have this thing. I, I can't tell you what it is, but I really, I really need God to touch in this thing. Will you pray for me? And I just want us to pray for one another. Just take like five minutes and just get together with whoever, whoever you feel comfortable with here in this place, or you can have you know, groups of more than two people or whatever you feel good with. I just want you to take a moment and pray for one another. We are the body of Christ. We need to lift up one another. We need to be willing to pray for one another. And I, I want us to just take a moment to be able to do that. So everybody, I don't care how old or young you are, just let's just take a few minutes and, and do that. <clears throat> 